you need, He is here to supply that. Amen? Because of the love that He has for each and every one of us. You know, in preparing messages, you, you definitely want to hear the heart of God. And it's like the Lord was saying, you need to preach on my love for them. Because the love that He has for each and every one of us brings forth that healing power that Jesus wrought for us over 2,000 years ago. You know, and you stop and think about it. God sent Jesus, His only Son, for us, for you, for me, that we could have abundant life, that we could not just make it into heaven, but that we could, that we could live an abundant life. And if you're dealing with sickness and disease tonight, uh, if you're dealing with uh, your soulish man, your mind, will, and your emotions are, are running rapid, Jesus has already paid the price for that. That is yours. That is something that Father God, because of His love for each and every one of us, has already done because He sent His Son, Jesus. And then think about it this way. Jesus, He's the one that accepted this assignment. He is the one that came to this earth for us so that we could have that abundant life. And so I just want you to realize and, and to think about the love that Father God has for you and how much He wants you, wants you healed. Amen? And as, and as I was praying today, it was like the Lord said, I want you to tell them the our, our Father. All of you know the Lord's Prayer, right? Okay? So I'm going to, do, I'm going to be an obedient son and do what He told me to do. Amen? It says, Our Father... Our Father, our Father, your Father, my Father. Amen? And he's teaching this to his disciples. The disciples said, teach us how to pray. And this is what Jesus told them. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come where? On earth. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? His kingdom, the, the, His rule, His reign here now for each and every one of us. His will be done where? On earth. When the kingdom comes, you know, it's up to us to grab hold of the kingdom and to receive it and to take what the kingdom is all about. His rule and His reign. His rule and His reign. The kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth. On earth. Right now, here on this earth, as it is in where? Heaven. So He's wanting His will to be done on earth right now as it is in heaven right now. And we have to stop and think. How much sickness, how much disease, how much turmoil is going on in heaven? None. None. His kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Wretch now. That's what His will is for you tonight. Whatever's going on in heaven... He wants it down here. 
And we're the ones that have to grab hold of it and implement it. Amen? His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not, which we know He doesn't, you know, He's not leading us into temptation. Amen. But deliver us from the evil one. Amen. 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 His kingdom come. You've got to grab hold of His kingdom. And the love that, I mean, you know, here you have, you've got a, a king, King Jesus, and then His Father, and they're wanting you to have their kingdom. How many kings that you know on this earthly realm want to give you their kingdom? You don't, do you? Uh-uh. That's because of the love that He has for each and every one of you. John 3.16, For God so loved you, that He gave you His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in Him would not perish, but have everlasting life. So we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, Father loves you so much, He's already given you all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Whatever you need is already yours. You're the one that has to activate your faith and go ahead and grab what God has already provided for you. And He has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You're blessed. Amen? You are blessed. Exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think. You are blessed. You may not feel it tonight in your body. But by the time you get out of here, because of Him and what Jesus has already done... Because of His Word, you will feel it in your body. Amen? No more pain. No more suffering. No more turmoil up here. Amen? Because it's His will. It's His Word for you. Okay, you must not only believe, but must know and act upon His love for you. Grabbing hold of the love that the Father has for you. You have... You have got to know how much He loves you. You know, I don't know the backgrounds that you come from as far as religious backgrounds. You know, but so many people say, well, well, God, He'll get you. Jesus is the good guy, but you've got to watch out for His Father. His Father gets you. That's the life from the pits of hell. You know, everything, when, when Jesus walked upon this earth, all the good things that Jesus did, you know who did them? He says, I don't do them. He says, the Father that's on the inside of me does them. And stop and think about all the people that Jesus healed. A bunch of people. In the book of John, it says, you know, all the books in heaven, you know, can't contain what Jesus did. So, God is love. 1 John 4, 16. And we know... And believe the love God cherishes for us. God is love, and he who dwells and continues in love dwells and continues in God. God dwells and continues in Him. God loves you. 1 John 4, 8. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. That's who He is. 
God is love. He doesn't have a mean bone in His body. He's 100% love. And that love is for you. And the love is for me. You know, I think it's in John that it says that Father God loves you with the same love that He loves Jesus. You know, I came from a Catholic background, and that was hard for me to take. I know I could read it, but I'm thinking, something's wrong here. But Father God loves you just as much as He loves Jesus. How awesome is that? God is love, and love is God. Love has no beginning and no ending. Why? Because God has no beginning and no ending. For love is God, and He had no beginning or ending. It's all one and the same. God's love is unconditional. God's love is not based upon what you have done or what you haven't done. God's love is based upon Jesus and what Jesus has done and what we accept. As long as we accept it, accept that righteousness from the Lord Jesus Christ. God loves you. Say, God loves me. Thank you for, I appreciate the four right here. Let's try it again. God loves me. God loves you have got to grab hold of how much God, Father God loves you. Amen. So that you can realize that He doesn't want you sick. You know what? We're just like Jesus. 1 John 4, 17 says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, because as He is, that He is Jesus, because as He is, because as He is right now, so are we. How much sickness and disease is Jesus walking around with in His body? None. None. As Jesus is, so are you right now. So in other words, if we got stuff going on in our bodies, something's, something's not jiving with the Word, is it? So we need to get rid of that. We need to get rid of that. You know, John 10.10, Jesus says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So if you've got any type of sickness, disease, a cold, a sore toe, it's not from God. It's not from God. And we can get rid of it. Jesus said, The thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life, and have life more abundantly. So here again, if we're dealing with anything in our bodies, that's not an abundant life. Amen? And hopefully that's why you came tonight to receive what Jesus has already done for you. Or as Vanessa says, take what Jesus has already done for us. Amen? We take it. Praise God. All right. Because of God's love for us, He is the one who established an eternal covenant of love with us. This covenant of love is available to all who enter into it. When you enter into this covenant, you come to a personal knowledge and awareness of God as your heavenly Father. When you enter into this covenant, you come to a personal knowledge 
and awareness of God as your Heavenly Father. A one-to-one basis. You can go and sit on His lap. That's your Heavenly Father. Love is the expression of the Father. He loves us so much that He actually gave Himself for us through His Son, Jesus Christ. Everything Jesus did was His Father's will. And like I said a few minutes ago, everything that Jesus did, all the works that Jesus did, He said, who who does them? My Father. And then He says, me and my Father are one. And if you're born again, guess what? You're one with the Father, and you're one with the Son. And you're one with the Holy Spirit. You have the same Spirit. You are connected. You are connected because of what Jesus has done. All right, let's look at Father's God's love or will in action regarding healing other people under the new covenant. You've got to grab hold of this. You've got to realize what Jesus has done for us. I'm including myself in this. Amen? We've got to realize the love that Father God has. We've got to realize it, grab hold of it, and embrace it. All right. Jesus' desire was to heal all. Didn't want to leave anybody out. Wanted to heal everybody. And who was doing the healing? Let's get a hold of this. Who did the healing? Father God. He says, I don't do the works. He says, my Father that's on the inside of me does the works. All right. How many of you are born again in here? If not, we'll get you born again before you get out of here. Okay? All right. I just told you a few minutes ago, Okay, you're one with the Father, you're one with Jesus, you're one with the Holy Spirit. So you are abiding in Him, and He's abiding in you. So, doing the works, I'm going to take a little sidebar here. The works that Jesus did, you're going to be able to do, if you do them. He said, Jesus said, hey, greater works will you do than what I did. Because you've got God the Father on the inside of you too, don't you? And you got Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So you can actually do the same works. Don't let Satan tell you that you can't because you can. You've got power and authority over him. He's supposed to be under your feet. Under your feet. Sickness and disease comes from Satan. I know some people may disagree with me. I don't think anybody in here, but... All right, let's look. Some scriptures here. Uh, Matthew 4, 23 and 24. Talking about Jesus. And he went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news. Good news, not bad news, of the kingdom. And healing every, every, every disease and every weakness and infirmity among the people. Did he leave anybody sick? If he healed everybody, then he healed everybody. It doesn't matter what they had. He healed them all. That's his will. That's Father God's will. To heal everybody. 
So the report of him spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all who, all, A-L-L, all who were sick. Those afflicted with various diseases and torments. Those under the power of demons and epileptics and paralyzed people, and he healed them all. Thank you. He healed them all. He did, nobody left, the, nobody left the, the place sick. Nobody. And if you'll grab hold of His Word and the love that Father God has for you, nobody will leave this sanctuary tonight sick. Because, not because of me, but because of His Word. Because of His Word and His will for each and every one of you in here. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. Satan doesn't want you to, to receive what God, through Jesus, has already provided for you. So, you need to stop and, and don't listen to the negative report that Satan's going to bring to you. You need to grab hold of the Word. You need to grab hold of what Jesus has done. Matthew 12, 15. But when Jesus knew it, He withdrew from there, and great multitudes followed Him, and He healed them all. He healed them all. So we're looking at two different scriptures here, and He healed how many? All. A-L-L. Didn't leave anybody sick. Matthew 15, 30 through 31. And a great multitude came to Him, bringing with them the lame, the maimed, the blind, the dumb, and many others, and they put them down at His feet. And He cured them. So that the crowd was amazed when they saw the dumb speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, the blind seeing. And they recognized and praised and thanked and glorified the God of Israel. When did they glorify the God of Israel? When they saw the people healed. When they saw the people healed. You know, the maimed, they could be missing body parts. And He restored the body parts. So if you need a new something or another tonight, guess what? He can restore it. He can restore it 100%. So, and they gave Him glory and praised when they saw all the people sick. No, was it? When all the people were healed, that's when they praised God. Amen? All right, Luke 4, 39 through 41. And standing over her, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. Talking about Peter's mother here. And immediately she got up and began waiting on them. Now at the setting of the sun, indicating the end of the Sabbath, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands upon every one of them and cured them. And demons even came out of many people screaming and crying out, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not permit them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ, the Messiah. And he came down with them and stood, uh, Luke 6, 17. 
And he came down with them and stood in the plain in the company of his, page 2, of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. They heard about Jesus, so they came to see him. And, and why were they there? They were there to hear, but mainly to get healed, weren't they? And he healed them all. Luke six nineteen. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and healed them all. Are y'all, are y'all getting the scriptures here? Are y'all getting the word? Are you getting, you know, if it wasn't God's love for the people, he would have left some of them sick, wouldn't he? How many of them did Jesus heal? All. Every single one of them got healed, no matter what they had. And the thing is, the, the word about Jesus got around, so they started going to where he was so that they could receive their healing that they needed. You know, in, uh, a lot of times it was last resort. Mark 5, 24 through 34. And Jesus went with him, and a great crowd kept following him and pressed him from all sides so as almost to suffocate him. And there was a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years and who had endured much suffering under the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had and was no better but instead grew worse. So she went to all the doctors and they couldn't help her. All right, so she had heard this reports concerning Jesus, and she came up behind him in the throng and touched his garment. She was unclean. She could have been stoned to death because she wasn't supposed to be out in the public. So in other words, she heard about Jesus. She's thinking, well, I've gone to all these other doctors let me, go, let me go see if I can get in touch with this man they call Jesus. Even if I'm risking my life. But the thing is, though, if she had kept on bleeding, she was going to die anyway, wouldn't she? So here she takes her chances and probably goes in disguise so that nobody could recognize her. And she says, I've got to get to Jesus. Now, this is a key in receiving your healing. For she kept saying, she didn't say it one time, she didn't say it twice, she kept saying, she heard about Jesus. And her mind starts thinking, man, if I can get to this guy named Jesus. So she kept saying something. She says, if I only touch his garment, I shall be restored to health. She kept saying, if I only touch his garment, I will be healed. She kept saying, she kept saying, well, I may be able to get to him and I might get healed. No. Where was her faith? Her faith was in touching that garment of Jesus, wasn't it? Just his garment. Not even him laying hands on her. And praying the prayer over her. 
just by touching his garment. And she kept saying it and kept building up her faith. I know, I know, when I get to Jesus and I touch that garment, I know because of who he is, I will be healed. And the key is she kept saying it. But not only did she say it, but she did what? She also acted on what she was speaking. So in other words, she was releasing her faith by the words that she was speaking. She was speaking what she desired. She was speaking her desired end result. And she knew that getting to Jesus was the key. And you got to remember, up here it says that there were so many people around Jesus that almost suffocated him because there were so many people. And she took that chance to get to Jesus. And I'm sure it, she didn't just keep saying it that day that she knew Jesus was going to be in town. She heard about him. It sparked her faith. And she kept saying, she kept saying, she kept saying, hopefully you're getting my drift that I keep saying, that she kept saying. Amen? And if I only touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. And immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed of her distressing ailment. And Jesus, recognizing in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around immediately in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? That anointing that Jesus had was all in his garments. And as soon as that lady touched that, she, by her faith and by her actions, she accessed the anointing of Jesus Christ, and he could feel it coming out of her. Her faith and her actions access that anointing. Amen? And Jesus, recognizing in himself that the power proceeding from him and God forth, turned around immediately in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? The thing is, if there were so many people there around Jesus, you know other people were touching his clothes too. But only one, only one released her faith and acted on her faith. He says, who touched my clothes? And the disciples kept saying to him, you see the crowd pressing hard around you from all sides and you ask, who touched me? Still, he kept looking around to see, who, see her who done it. But the woman, knowing what had been done for her, though alarmed and frightened and trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. The thing is, even though she knew that her, the issue of blood that she had was dried up, she knew that she wasn't supposed to be there, remember? Because she was unclean. And he, she told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith, your faith, your trust and confidence in me, springing, springing from faith in God, has restored you to health. 
Go in peace and be continually healed and freed from your distressing bodily disease. What did Jesus tell that woman? Your faith, your faith, your faith has made you whole. God's love for that lady. God's love for you. Access that anointing tonight. Access the anointing that Jesus paid for 2,000 years ago in 1 Peter 2.24. It says basically, by His stripes you were healed. Not you're going to be healed, but you were healed. When were you healed? When were you healed? When was your, uh, your healing paid for? When was your healing brought down to this earth? When Jesus went and He was beaten, His body was ripped apart, and His blood was shed on the ground. That's when your healing was paid for. But you're the one that has to grab hold of it and take it tonight. It's your healing. Just like the lady with the issue of blood. Your faith will access uh, what Jesus has already done for you. Remember, God's desire for you is His kingdom come. Right now, His kingdom is here. And His what? His will be done in your life right now as it is in heaven. And even as Jesus is right now, so are you. But we're the ones that have to grab hold of it. All right, if it was God's will to only heal some, then what could you base your faith upon knowing it was God's will to heal only a few? You would have a hard time, wouldn't you? It's like flipping a coin. Well, is God in a good mood? God in a bad mood? Uh... Am I going to get it? Because I know He doesn't heal off, but that's not the way it works, is it? Because of God's love for each and every one of us. Because of what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. By His stripes you were healed. By His stripes you were healed. If you were healed, then you what? You are healed. So you can base your faith on what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. You can base your faith on God's Word. Our faith cannot be based upon past situation, ours or others, positive or negative. In other words, you may know somebody that didn't receive what they were supposed to receive and are now in heaven. You can look at that, or you can look at God's Word. Because you don't know what went on between that person and Father God. You don't know. But the thing is, you do know that you want to be healed tonight. Amen? And you know what God's Word says. I've already quoted God's Word to you. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 talks about what Jesus was, uh, Isaiah was prophesying. Which goes right along with what Peter said. Basically, by His stripes you are healed, you were healed, and you are healed tonight. Our faith must be based only upon the will of God. 
How many people do you know tonight because they don't know that healing is God's will and part of the redemptive package will end their prayer by, if it be thy will? How many people do you know? I was one. But my mind has been renewed. Amen? You've got to know what His will is. His will for you tonight is for divine health. That's what His will is. So you can say, don't say, if it be thy will. Father God, I thank you that I know what your will is, and your will is for me to be totally whole. Not if it be thy will. You've got to know what God's will is. If you hear somebody, there's really a lot of doubt and unbelief in that. And the thing is, when you come right down to the nitty-gritty, they don't know what God's Word says, do they? Mm -mm. All right, to receive what God has provided for us through Jesus, we must know it is His will that His love manifested for you to be healed. Your healing tonight is His will for you. Will you accept His love? His love is what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. And the love that Jesus has for you. Everything that, that Jesus went through was because of His love for you. Because of the love that Father God has for you. Everything that Jesus went through. Father God loves you so much that He sent His Son Jesus to be brutally beaten beyond recognition so that you would not have to go through any type of sickness or any type of disease. That's love. How many of y'all have children? How many of you have children? You have children. Stop and think how it would be for you to send one of your children to be sacrificed. That's what God did for you. That's what Father God did for you. He sent His only Son. Not that we could just have eternal life. That's just part of it. But that we could have an abundant life. And sickness, disease, mental torment is not abundant life. And Father God wants you now, this night, to walk out of this sanctuary totally healed 100%. That's His will for your life. Amen? Amen. Father God, we love you. And we thank you for the love that you have for us. And, Father, we thank you now that it's your will, and we know it's your will, Father. We don't have to say, if it be thy will, because we know what your will is for each and every one of us in here, Father. And we know what your will is for everybody that's listening by CD over the Internet, Father. That it's your will for each one of your children to be totally whole. Just like when our children get sick, we don't want them to be sick, Father. And how much more because you sent your only son, Jesus, for us so we don't have to be sick, so that we don't have to go through mental torment, 
And we thank you for that, Father. Thank you for your love. And we give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we just bless you, Father. And thank you, Father God, now that it's your will, it's your desire, it's your word for each and everybody here to go home 100% whole. In Jesus' name, amen.